What's up everybody and welcome to B2B Made Simple. If you're passionate about marketing, you're in the right place. Whether you're doing marketing for a brand new startup or a $100 million enterprise, you'll learn strategies that'll help you build a solid team, impact your pipeline, and look like an absolute rock star to upper management. Why? Because these guys are the pros. They're not pretending to know the industry, they're in the trenches on a daily basis. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the co-founder of One Click Agency. We build websites for B2B companies, and I'm also the co-host of this podcast. If your goal is to become the marketer everyone else looks up to, keep listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to B2B Made Simple. Joining me today, I have Jonathan Pogat, uh, the VP of Marketing at Seamless.ai. Jonathan, I've been seeing your stuff for a while. See you in a couple of Facebook groups, and it's ex- it's exciting to get you on the podcast here finally. Thanks for joining me, man. Hey, what's up, Sam? Great to be here. Yeah. Um, first thing I always like to do on the podcast is hear a little bit about you as a marketer, um, maybe the size of your team, some background on what got you to where you are today. So take the floor. Cool. So uh, 20 years of marketing started off my career, uh, the very beginning of my career doing Y2K compliance for a marketing, a direct marketing agency out in New York. And uh, it was a time where I thought I really wanted to get into computers. But once I got a, a taste for what the company was doing on the marketing side, working with big companies like Kraft and Disney, uh, I was addicted ever since. So mm-hmm. uh, since then, I've been working with some of the fastest growing agencies uh, and technology companies uh, in the country. Uh, today at Seamless, I manage uh, a super talented team of 10 marketers, um, everyone from our content marketing uh, professionals, our, our team there, our videographers, our product marketing team, uh, and our demand gen team. Um, just happy to work with them. Super cool group. Good for you. Good for you. Um, so agenda today is really perfectionism in marketing, uh, where it belongs, where it doesn't belong. I'm really curious to hear your thoughts. Um, so to kick us off here, in your words, um, why are reps in marketing more important than perfect marketing itself? Yeah, so when we say reps, right, we're talking about activity, right? It's like if you work out, right, as many reps as possible, or are you trying to lift as much weight as possible? And that goal might There might be a spectrum on that, right? Depending on the type of organization, the type of industry you're in. But for the most part, if you you want to grow really fast, uh, if you want to, uh, if you're in SaaS especially, right? uh, Activity is going to uh, over-index against perfection. What what do I mean by perfection, right? So like, I'm not saying not not have great quality, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying don't double check your grammar or not have great messaging. What I'm saying is like, Let's minimize what that process looks like in order to execute as fast as possible so you can get to the next thing that you're going to execute on to help build upon your growth. Because growing a fast company, a fast growing company, uh, even faster and faster, which is always the golden SaaS, right, is really hard to do. And activity is going gonna, is, is gonna to be the key, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so is there a time when marketing needs to be perfect? So it, I know you said, look, you should double check your grammar, um, et cetera. But is there a time when you're like, guys, to your team, for example, um, this needs to be perfect before we put it out? The only thing I would consider that needs to ever be perfect, and I'll dig a little bit more into this too, is um spelling errors, right? Grammatical mm. errors, logo placements, anything that would that you would consider to be a brand violation uh, or to be inconsistent with the brand, right? And that goes a little bit into messaging 
Um, you know, is your messaging aligned towards your ideal client persona profile? Mm -hmm. Is it consistent with what you uh, talk about on a day-to-day -day basis, right? Are you using square words on social media, but you would never do that. Otherwise, <laughs> just some weird examples, right? Like uh -huh. be super consistent with your brand, stick to your brand guidelines as much as possible. But, but when it comes to kind of the notion of shipping out or activity or launching campaigns, launching a new website, an A-B test, uh, a new blog post, a video, a bumper, right? An image, whatever it may be. Uh, I, I stick to the 80% rule. Is this 80% good enough to ship? If so, mm -hmm. ship it. Otherwise you could be spending days, hours, even weeks trying to get this thing done, quote unquote, perfect. Yeah. Whereas you could have been moved up, moving on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. um, I've touched on this, even in like a LinkedIn post about how especially content marketing doesn't need to be perfect because I think a lot of people overthink it. Um, yeah. And then of course you get the people in the comments chirping about, you know, it needs to be perfect before you put it out. Um, what would you say to them? Um, not necessarily in regards to content marketing, but look, it doesn't need to be perfect. And you just gave some examples. Why, what would you say to those people that are, are going to come against that in a way? I think a good way to think about that is like, so what's perfect? Your, your version of perfect is different than my version of perfect, right? Um, it's, it becomes a very personal thing. And once your marketing starts to become very personal, it becomes a lot less about your customers, a lot less about your audience. And you're no longer going to be driving as much value as you could have otherwise, if you weren't putting your, your foot into the shoes of your audience and your customers. So, uh, I think that's a good, a good check point for you is to think about like, is it just me that doesn't think this this sounds good. Is this headline not good for me? Is this headline not good for engaging with our customers, our users, our audience, et cetera? So I think that's a good way to think about it, right? Mm -hmm. Is this good for you or, or is this good for the audience? Is this about yeah. you or is this about the audience? Mm -hmm. An example, um, I, I post on LinkedIn quite often. I had a post that I put out and <laughs> grammar is not really my top, top, uh, skill, I will say, but there was, there was a pretty bad typo. I think it was missing a word or something. And the post did really well compared to other yeah. stuff. And I was able to learn from that and say, look, I mean, as glaringly obvious as it was that there was a word missing, people looked over it and didn't really care. It was, yeah. it was a message that resonated. Um, have you come across things like that? Oh, for sure. I mean, there have been, been, you know, typos for sure that have happened mm -hmm. that are, uh, you know, you don't sweat it. Right now, if it's going to be detrimental to your business, like if it was something inappropriate because of the typo yeah. or the grammar, mm -hmm. that's a different story altogether. If you're missing a word or for some reason, like what I'm typing on my MacBook, right, I'll, I'll double type a word. I don't know how that happens, but it'll happen. <laughs> so I'll say two, two, right? Mm -hmm. Or and, and, or I don't know. That stuff, it doesn't matter as much as you think it does. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about when you're hiring? So I heard this question. I think you're in the group where I heard this, um, but someone asked, Hey, I'm, I'm hiring a copywriter and they made a grammar mistake in their, it was a resume or, or whatever it was that they needed to, to hand over. So how do you go about that with your team or in the hiring process? Because you, you're not really for like hundred percent perfection. Um, but obviously it's important. Does that affect how you go about onboarding um, new team members? I think context matters a lot, right? Yeah. That's, that's a tough example, right? Mm -hmm. A writer that has a typo <laughs> on their resume. Yeah. Uh, so here's where context matters. 
um, let's say I, I reached out to a, an amazing copywriter that I saw in a group, wherever it may be. And I said, hey, I'd really love for you to apply to this position uh, that I have on my team. And they say, wow, I haven't even thought about it. I don't have a resume. Can I just put something together for you real quick and send it your way? Mm-hmm. And they do that really quick. And there's a typo on there. I could forgive them for that, right? Context, got me something quick. I wanted it quick. I put the pressure and timeline on that. Um, I'm okay with that, right? If I start to see that in the follow-up and I start to see that on examples of their work where, you know, there's a lot more thoughtfulness put into it. There wasn't necessarily a timeline. I might question that. Um, but I'm, I'm okay with somebody not being perfect, like mm-hmm. 80% all the way, right? If you're, it's even more important to me that somebody understands their, their, their strengths, but also understands their weaknesses and owns it. Right. I'm very much of the mindset of doubling down on your strengths and hiring for weaknesses. You know, it's probably kind of a polarizing topic as well, right? We, we want to be great at everything. A lot of people think they need to focus on getting better at their weaknesses, but net net, you're you're gonna end up going further, farther, better, stronger, faster, uh, by doubling down on your strengths. Your strengths mm-hmm. are your superpowers, your weaknesses are your weaknesses, right? Yeah. Um, dive into your team a little bit. So you said you have, you have 10, 10 marketers that you're, you're over. Um, yeah. what would you say is like the ratio of, Hey, I have five guys or, or, or women that are really like the perfectionists. They want it done right. And then you have, Hey, the other half is let's ship it and get it out there. Do you have that within your team that you have to deal with? Not necessarily. We're, we're always challenging ourselves to improve. You know, mm-hmm. I think that that's something that's key to keep in mind. We're thinking about like just shipping it, right? It's like, are we, are we creating improvement over a period of time? Are we iterating over time to, to level up our content, to level up our brand, to level up our outreach, et cetera, everything that we do, both personally and professionally. I think that has to be a consistent part of the strategy as well. It's not just like, can we ship a bunch of stuff out? right? As mm-hmm. quickly as possible and see what lands on the, on the wall. It's like, mm-hmm. how do we track this better next time? How do we, should we take an extra couple hours or an extra day to make sure that this is a, a 10, a eight out of 10 instead of a six out of 10? Mm-hmm. Like those are still decisions that are in play when you're not thinking about quote unquote perfectionism. So uh, our team is really, I mean, my team here at Seamless, uh, super grateful for them. They're always pushing us we're all in the same mindset of shipping, 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 but also like, how can we do this better? How can we do this more efficiently? How can we improve uh, every single day? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk, uh, jump into another topic here, uh, over planning. And I guess it does touch with the perfectionism versus like, hey, let's just get something and, and roll with it. Um, what are some examples for you that you would say this is textbook over planning when it comes to like a marketing calendar? Yeah, over planning, overthinking. Um, these are all areas where we can get stuck. Sometimes it's it's always necessary to be thoughtful about what you're doing, right? Um, I don't I don't think that we should just shoot ideas out every time we have them and try to execute them and fail fast on everything. There's there's pl- there's a time and a place for that, um, but. I'll give you a great example, I think is the, the notion of like the, the presentation deck, right? Mm-hmm. Like for example, I love any moment my team has an idea to help us grow faster. I wanna know about it right now, 
right? Mm -hmm. Just tell me what it is, right? If we need to now plan and strategize and create a framework around it because it's a really big thing, then we should absolutely do that. But if you have an idea to increase our leads coming from AdWords, how, how come we didn't do it already, right? Yeah. Yeah. And on the other side of that, so I've spent you know more than half of my career at agencies and the way that you would do it at an agency is you have a planning meeting and then you create a PowerPoint, you create an outline then an agenda, then you schedule a call for a week or two out or more, or you wait for the next monthly one-on-one. In my opinion, I know there's a time and a place for that too. That to me is over planning. Uh, but again, context, it always matters, right? It always matters, right? Yeah. So yeah, um, bias for action is really what I'm talking about. How would you say that you guys do it at Seamless AI? Is there a balance between what you just described where, look, you have to set all this up, get approval from uh, senior management and really get that agenda to them? Or is it like, hey, we can go now and make the decision um, because we're short-term planning? Yeah, uh, MV, big fan of MVP, right? Minimum viable, like what's the MVP of what mm-hmm. this ends up looking like? And sometimes it's, uh, let's say, uh, we're gonna be doing a homepage A-B test, right? Um, how do we not overthink this, but put enough thought into it so that we know, you know we're putting best practices in the forefront while not spending so much time on the front end Mm-hmm. prior to needing an approval, right? Because a website's a big thing that you need a lot of stakeholders involved with, right? We need dev, yeah. we need development, yeah, we need uh, our CEO's approval for something big like that. We want sales to be consulted on that since this is a pretty big driver. So a uh, good example of that is we put together a wireframe in, in, in a Google sheet, mm-hmm. right? Lines and boxes and words. And we did that in about two hours. Then we met and said, hey, does this look like a good idea? Here's what we can expect to get out of an A-B test. Here's the expected conversion rate that we can move forward with. Now can we move this to Webflow? Now can we move this to you know, our builder? And from there, it's just go, go, go. Yeah, I love it. Um, one last section here that we're, we're just doing this pretty new on the podcast, um, trying to mix it up, keep it fresh. Uh, I wanna ask you if you have any questions for me. So reverse roles here, you'll be the podcast host. Ask me anything that might be on your mind that you're curious about. All right, Sam, I'm very curious about one thing. <laughs> and I, I think it's a topic that's, that's uh, you hear about a lot. There's so many shiny objects out there, right? As, mm-hmm. as a marketer, you're, you're, uh, you've got to have like blinders on most of the time, right? To stay focused on doing something really, really well. So we talked a lot about like MVP and 80-20 rule, like 80% good enough, ship it. Don't be a perfectionist, but... Uh, your time is your most valuable resource. So if you were to go all in on one thing, one of the big shiny objects in the sky, like could be Clubhouse, right? That's a big shiny object as of recent. Uh, LinkedIn, starting a podcast, doing a web series, doing YouTube. Um, What would you go all in on? Um, For us, it would have to be LinkedIn, primarily just because we're, we're in the B2B space. So it's, it's really different for um, anybody, but for the, the instance that we're in, LinkedIn is what we pretty much do go all in on. It, it has our focus. Um, and it's because one, the organic reach that's there, the potential is, is pretty great. Um, two, it's easy to pop off content. It doesn't take a lot to get it there. And three, it's where our audience is. So I, it's pretty much the perfect storm. Um, and if you can identify something along those lines for you, not necessarily you, but whoever's listening to this, um, definitely, definitely go in 
all in on something. There's nothing wrong with that. You can have some things running in the background, but to answer your question, hundred percent LinkedIn. Um, what about you? We did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all in on LinkedIn. Uh, our content strategy uh, is there. Audience is there. We get tens of thousands of visits to our website every week from our mm-hmm. organic uh, LinkedIn efforts. Uh, but it's always tempting, though, just to to think it about is. other channels. But it's so hard just to stay focused, stay locked down because we do have a podcast, right? We do have a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do show up on. I show up on Clubhouse for whatever that's worth, mostly for recruiting, which is, by the way, a great source of recruiting. I hadn't uh, thought about that. Yeah, that's an, that's another topic. But um, we go all in on LinkedIn. That's the mm-hmm. difference. Um, for you, it, have you guys done like a strategy where you're eighty percent? in on LinkedIn or you, you, I, or a hundred percent, and then you have some resources or some liberty to go and, and freedoms to go test some other things, just in case one of them does pop off. Or when you say that you're all in on LinkedIn, you're pretty strict with your team. Like, look, this is where we're staying. When I say we're all in on LinkedIn, it means that we have a consistent strategy that we don't stray from. We evolve mm-hmm. and iterate on that strategy, but we don't, we don't stop posting on LinkedIn, right? Yeah. And on, on a single day or even less than six hours a day, right? So we, we do that no matter what. And we're always testing things. We, we're testing a brand new format on our podcast uh, this week where we're mm-hmm. posting daily now, as opposed to the once, twice a month, right? Trying to get into that consistency of putting out content and seeing how mm-hmm. that helps with our subscribers and downloads. Uh, we're testing new formats and new thumbnails on our YouTube uh, all the time and trying to crack that code and crack that algorithm. So we're always testing new things because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a game kind of yeah. it's half algorithm. It's half, how do you provide so much overwhelming value, but also how do you get people to see it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Walker does a really good piece on this. He, I think he calls it stacking growth where you don't stop something that's already working, but you're continually innovating and adding new things to the mix. So you master one thing, which for you guys, you guys are doing great on LinkedIn and you've gone all in on it. And now, for example, you're, you're testing out some clubhouse things. You're doing some, some other things with, with the podcast and there's nothing wrong with that, but it should be stacking and not replacing, right? Exactly. We're not replacing. We're definitely stacking. Love Chris Walker, by the way. So he, he's I awesome. guess that's a good way of putting it. Um, we always say nail it, then scale it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jonathan, appreciate you joining me here today. Before we go, um, tell us about seamless.ai for the listeners. What's your elevator pitch? What is it you guys actually do? Cool. So we help sales teams, entrepreneurs, AEs, SDRs, marketing teams, you name it, hit their quota by providing them with real-time sales leads, um, world's best search engine for direct dials, mobile phones, emails, and contact intelligence. I love it. That's that's probably the cleanest elevator pitch I've ever heard on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Just made it up. Seamless.ai. Love it, man. Well, appreciate yep. you joining me here. Uh, this was a good talk, man. Thank you. Awesome. Good being here.